and welcome to our Jackson home. I am here with the uh, owner of Grubbs Grocery, Chris Felder, and uh, well, when this was released, not a new employee, Jeff. Right. Um, Jeff is from Texas, and he's coming to work with Chris. Um, gentlemen, let's let's get it started with uh, well, where we I just said where where Jeff is from, but Chris, let's start with you. Where where are you from? I hail from Mississippi, Southern Mississippi, Macomb, Mississippi, which is about an hour and fifteen minutes from um, from New Orleans. Uh, that's where I grew up, but then I spent the majority or all of my adult life, I've been in Nashville for about almost 30 years, 28 years there. Uh, 15 of those, almost 15 were in the natural foods business there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the majority of my life I went to Ole Miss, graduated from Ole Miss, and then okay. moved in 87 directly to, to Nashville. All right, all right. And, and Jeff? So I'm originally from uh, uh, Vancouver, BC. So oh. I was born in Canada, and uh, my parents moved all through the states. Uh, I think you're the first Canadian. Oh yeah, on the podcast. Woo I take pride. Yeah, nice. so, you're welcome. So welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome to yeah. the podcast. As yeah, it I, be. I just made it international. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. So yeah, so I uh, moved a lot with my parents. My mom worked in grocery uh, pretty much my whole life, so that moved us around a lot. Through uh, she worked for Albertsons for a long time mm -hmm. uh, for mainstream grocers, uh, and then she uh, ended up working at a, a co-op in. Uh, in Wisconsin, sorry, Minnesota. So uh, really that's when we got into that kind of the natural food business stuff and yeah. I started learning about that. Um, in the meantime, I went to, I was in the U.S. Coast Guard, uh, stationed in Alaska for a while. Um, and then I got out and went to art school in Dallas and was an art director for a studio in Fort Worth for a while. And then uh, started my own business um, and ended up doing some loss prevention for some people on the side. And I always wanted to get into natural foods, but uh, just really didn't get a good chance with somebody I trusted and, and, and thought had a good plan. So and now I think I found that. So yeah. That is quite the eclectic resume. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I do. Yeah, spread out, if nothing else. Uh, yeah. From art direction to loss prevention. Yes, yeah. To uh, natural foods. That's a whole nother. That's you, would a whole think, other you would think they wouldn't go together, but it, it works real well. And graphics design. And graphic design, and, design. and web design. So there's lots of stuff that works, like you wouldn't think it all kind of comes together. It's, yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. So he's going to help us with loss prevention. Yeah. Yeah. Already did cameras. We're good. We're doing it. We're just already done our cameras. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work in a grocery store. We were talking about the support podcast. And I had this, I always had this, this fantasy is the bad word for it, but I always had this fantasy where someone was stealing something yeah. and I tackled them on the way out of the store. It, My boss told me that would be a bad it's idea. It's not as much fun as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and the older you get, the longer it hurts, even if you win. So well, you've had broken ribs. From I've this. had broken ribs. I've had broken noses. I've had, yeah, it's just to a point where you're like, eh, maybe I need to find another job. It's yeah. not going to punch me in the face on a regular occasion. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the least item that you ever got in a physical altercation over? Um... A pair of polo boxers a guy was stealing, and it was a regular guy, and I went to stop him, and he must have had warrants or something, because he was not getting stopped. <laughs> and, today uh, I am not going to yeah, jail. <laughs> yeah, and so not even a chance, and it was a couple swings, and we went around for a little while. But yeah, it's, it's you never know, you just always, you hope not, but you always expect it to wow. happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to have. I'll Jeff. come back. We'll We're gonna have to come back. back. Jeff. <laughs> I got lots. I got back. lots. I got lots of stories. So you you got into the food game uh, because of family. Yeah, yeah. Chris. I was saying before the podcast, nobody grows up and like, I can't wait to own a grocery store. Okay, so... Or maybe you did, but how no, did you get No, I didn't at all. So, actually, <laughs> um, I was in the music business for in uh, for CMA for 20, 21 years in Nashville. Started there in 89 and, and uh, retired in 2010. Okay. In the meantime, uh, a, a, a close friend of mine in Nashville had this vision of... He wanted to open a natural food store. Mm -hmm. uh, he had sort of reverse some allergy issues that he had after he moved to Nashville, mm. naturally through honey and some other things that we, uh, remedies that we are used to in, in the industry. And it really inspired him to do this. So he and I started traveling around the country around 1999, 
research in other stores. We went to co-ops all over the country. Anytime we'd go, you know, I'd take a vacation, always made a trip to the local natural food yeah. store to do some research to find out what, you know, what I liked and what didn't, what I didn't like, what worked and what didn't work. And uh, opened the first one in 2001 in East Nashville. And then a second one in 2010. All the time, I was at, at CMA mm-hmm. the whole time until 2010 when the business there could afford a salary, really. Yeah. And so I retired from CMA at that point and went full-time into the business. I'd always worked in the business, and I'd done a little of everything from janitorial services to yeah. bookkeeping to uh, operations and payroll and everything, accounting and, and purchasing and everything. I managed the produce department for a while and mm-hmm. deli department for a while. Uh, so, you know, while I was didn't that wasn't my full-time in uh, my career, really, uh, it didn't pay my bills mm-hmm. like my full-time job did. That was my passion yeah. that I finally worked myself into mm-hmm. full-time in 2010. And then uh, a couple of years later, uh, Jackson uh, Walk, the guys there, good people at Jackson Walk called uh, because they had a project there after the tornado of what, 2007 maybe? Was it 2007? 2000, I think 2008, Eight. February 5th, 2008. Yeah. I was at Union, so it's kind of mm, yeah, kind of yeah. etched in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they began calling there, and they wanted a turnip truck mm. uh, because they had this project that they were going to do with the you know involving some federal grant money for mixed use residential commercial uh, development, and they needed a grocery store. Mm. And so um, my business partner at the time there, John Dyke, who has the turnip truck stores, didn't want to leave Nashville. Yeah. And I really didn't either until I came and started talking to these guys. It just sounded like a really good opportunity. They came uh, to us with some really good incentives. And um, we could have done a turnip truck, but coincidentally, I was working on a business plan for a turnip truck type store that would fit in a a medium-sized college town anywhere USA Mm -hmm. where neither Whole Foods nor Sprouts will likely invade anytime mm-hmm. soon, which neither one of those will because mm-hmm. they're... The size? Well, they have certain demos that they have to maintain. As a matter of fact, Jackson, Mississippi just got a Whole Foods yeah. because they hit, I think, 275,000 in population, 300,000 in population, yeah. among other, the other things. Uh, so I was working on this business plan when Jackson called, and I thought, hmm, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's see how this fits together, and uh, shared it with, with, with the folks at Jackson Walk, and uh, the rest is history. Wow. So, so it just kind of all came together for you, the location, the timing, and all those things. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, at the same time, I had another developer from Oxford, Mississippi, uh, my alma mater, that wants a store, wanted a store there. So I made a few site visits there, mm-hmm. and that looked like a really good opportunity as well. But this just happened faster, and plus this was closer to Nashville. And yeah. So we'd run a van between the stores there and the one here. Uh, okay. to take advantage of some, some discounts that we worked hard to get over the years in Nashville right. that they won't offer to new stores. So we had some advantages there that, that we are, that we're able to take advantage of that, uh, that seemed more of a natural fit to be two hours mm-hmm. away as opposed to Oxford, Mississippi, which is yeah. quite a farther distance. And just really the uh, opposite migration flow of almost everybody that I'm, I've met in Jackson because everybody's going to Nashville. Right, right. You came from Nashville. Came from Nashville. Well, the truth is, I love Nashville, first yeah. of all. I have, a, I still have a house there. Who doesn't? I, always will. I love Nashville. <laughs> I love Nashville. I was ready for a change. Yeah. I was ready for a change. Uh, that little store in East Nashville that we started in 2001 is just gangbusters. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I was ready. 
I love hipsters just like everybody else, but I was ready to be hipsterized. Some of it was a little much. It was it's, yeah. it's, it's fast, and it was just it was populated, and the uh, the uh, the traffic situation has just gotten yeah. crazy. And I loved the visit, but I, I was ready. I grew up in a really small southern town, much smaller than Jackson. Mm-hmm. I was ready to return, not to that, but to some of that. Yeah. I hate traffic. I'm from a small <laughs> town, uh, 6,500 people yeah. on a good day, uh-huh. and I hate traffic with every ounce of my being. <laughs> and what's so funny, Kevin, is so uh, one of the things I've learned about Jackson is that everybody, they don't like traffic either, but they think this is traffic, and yeah, I think this is not. Yeah, this is really cute. This is not traffic. Yeah. You want to see traffic, go to Atlanta or go to Nashville, which is getting worse and worse and worse yeah. in Nashville, yeah. just because of the influx of people. I, uh, My wife and I were in a we in Nashville, um, uh, and we were just seeing seeing sights or whatever, and we got stuck in some traffic. We were trying to go to a Preds game, and we were trying to turn on to Demonbrian, whatever that. Demonbrian. That one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we sat there for twenty minutes just trying to turn off, and I was like, never again. You just feel your life wasting away. In front of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I'm never, never coming again. back here. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> and it's not getting any better. No, That's the no, thing. It so never this, gets better. this felt like a good time for yeah. me. Not to leave it completely because I love it and I'll yeah. always, but you know, I'll always have a home there. But I was ready for a slower, a different pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so last time I we talked was we did a video for you guys right when you opened. Mm-hmm. You were living in the Jackson Walk. Are you still, still do? There? I always will. I yeah. really like it there. I love the area. I mean, look, it's so convenient. I can see the roof of the store from my front yeah. porch, where I have happy hour every afternoon, or not every <laughs> afternoon, but often. Um, but uh, it's so convenient, and, and I just like the vibe and the energy. It seems progressive. The people there are—it's mm-hmm. a young, cool. Uh, the typical customer that's going to shop with me is a typical person that lives at Jackson Walk. So mm-hmm. I like—I like that. It's a good fit there. It's a good way to stay, keep your ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. Too. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, gosh, they're just looking for a place, and there's a wait list there, so they're yeah. just busy. You know, so it's always they're doing something right for sure. They're doing something right, and I think people want to live there, and I think there's a good reason for it. I want to live there. I like it. So, Jeff, you're coming from Austin, Texas. I mean, they just had South by Southwest like a week and a half ago when we were recording this. It was a week and a half ago. Why Why? Why now? Why come to Jackson? Well, take the, I live a little bit. I live in a pretty small town outside of Austin, but I know Austin really well. And uh, um, this opportunity to come out here, I got to kind of check out the town, and it really feels like how Austin must have been before it blew up. Mm. Uh, the opportunities are really amazing. And the fact that everyone's pushing, continually pushing forward in the same direction. Like most times when you ask somebody, hey, could we do this? Well, it might be a little hard to do here. They're like, yeah, let's, let's try it. Let's do it. Like, yeah. It might work. And it's just a cool opportunity. And it's like a, a huge boost that all that stuff is just kind of the, the apartments, the stores, all that stuff right there is just amazing. It's close to downtown, which is cool and historic. Uh, I just really think it's a good mix. And uh, it's a good opportunity to do a lot of different things here. And connect everything together. I mean, it's always better to raise the entire community up instead of just yourself. It always feels yeah. better, and always like it's, it, everyone buys into it. It's really nice. So. Yeah, one of the things I, I've noticed about Jackson is there's a low barrier to entry. Yeah, like if yeah. you if Jeff, you just got here. If you wanted to have a meeting with the mayor, you could probably have that if you wanted it's, to. It seems like it. Yeah, uh, and you can't do that in everywhere. No, and no. so that's one of the things that makes Jackson great. So we'll, we're gonna head into the first break, and then we're gonna talk about Grubs. Okay, and awesome. let you let you tell us all about it. <laughs> I um, can do that. And I know as a business owner, you've got to hate that, but we'll, <laughs> yeah, you'll bear through with us. So from our front porch to yours, this is our Jackson. back with our Jackson home. I'm here with Chris Felder, owner of Grubs Grocery, and Jeff, new chief 
everything guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's basically the way he was described when he walked in. Um, <laughs> to be determined, we're not sure yet. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, it's the, that's the uh, other uh, responsibilities as assigned yeah, part. To figure and, out what my job is. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Chris, tell us about Grubbs Grocery. Well, Grubbs Grocery, well, I'll tell you, the, the official tagline is that we're proud to be Madison, Jackson and Madison County's only natural food, full-service full natural foods retailer. The full story is that we're a retailer for natural foods, uh, and the closest competitor, true competitor, would be Memphis and, uh, and Nashville with, with places like Whole Foods and Sprouts that uh, cater to natural organic foods and those, those who want to buy natural organic foods. One of the things that does separate us a little bit from some of those, uh, particularly, well, one of those is that we do lots of local. So local farmers, uh, we buy from about 20, I think 22, maybe 23 local farmers and suppliers right now. That number will grow. It's, that's one of the missions is to grow that number as much as possible because we love uh, local. We believe in that. That's one of the, as a matter of fact, in our, if you go in the store, you'll see on the wall, there's a mission statement with the numbers, uh, our values is what we call it, but it's a, one, of the, one of the statements there is about uh, supporting local, and we really believe in that. One of the things that's cool about Jackson is that there are lots of local suppliers here and local artisans who, everything from soap makers to uh, producers of honey and, um, of course, produce, everything in between, that's one thing that's been really cool about being here. Uh, but yeah, that's what we do. So. Uh, there's nothing like us within, I want to say, like seven counties, something like that. It's Madison County and all the surrounding counties. And the closest true competitors are what we sell, aside from the stores who have a set within the store that yeah. might be natural organic. Like one shelf. One or, or several shelves. Some have several shelves, and they do a great job at that, by mm -hmm. the way. Is uh, 120 miles away. Yeah. That's our closest true competitor. So, uh, you know, I, I like to think that we offer something that is in growing demand by, I mm -hmm. think it's every year it grows by a couple of billion dollars, I yeah. think, or something in natural foods yeah. industry as a whole. And we're just a small part of that, but we're part in a place that it didn't exist before. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm really proud that we offer not just the products, but the service that people couldn't find. And the goal there is to sort of raise the quality of living and the, of nutrition for the mm -hmm. people that, that choose to shop with us. Yeah. So um, define natural and organic for me. Sure. Uh, it's a that's a great question and actually quite a bit of controversy surrounds okay. that question. Yeah. The, the, the definition of organic is much simpler than the definition definition of natural. I can tell you that because organic is a, is a term that is regulated by the federal government, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and so you have to go through some series of a series of steps if you're going to be certified organic. Mm -hmm. Some things you can't be certified organic. Uh, for instance, I think salt is one of those things. There are a couple of two or three things that you can't be certified organic water. There's no such thing as certified organic water. But uh, you have to go through a series of stringent steps where you don't use certain chemicals. There are certain natural uh, things that you can use uh, for, for pest control and things like that, herbicides that are natural for particularly in crops. And the U.S. Department of Agriculture comes out and certifies you and you have to you have to be recertified every year after that. Mm. Uh, you have to, there's a period of, I think, five years before you can be certified where you have to show that your soil is clean of the residue and the pesticides that were there once before. Uh, the term natural is a much more fluid term that seems to be, in my opinion, abused in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, I like to think that it's free of artificial chemicals, sweeteners, preservatives, fillers, or thickeners. 
and, and some of the things like uh, hydrogenated oils, um, high fructose, you know, things like that that are, that are chemically altered. Uh, but a lot of people use the word natural to describe a number of things that may or may not be natural or may be somewhat in between. Some products that are natural, actually there's a chemical process that makes those products. So mm -hmm. the that part is gone and the, the end product is a natural product and it, it's 100% natural, uh, but there might be some processes that happen in between gotcha. the natural state to take it to back to a natural state. So is that a product that you would sell? Uh, well, actually, yeah. Is there an example? A couple. I can give you two examples. One is canola oil, mm -hmm. which is quite controversial and some for some people for extreme purists. Okay. Uh, the other is xylitol, which is a, which is a great uh, sugar alternative. Okay. Uh, made from sugar, strengthens the enamel in your teeth. It's zero calorie. Tastes and measures just like sugar. I'm a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. It is natural, but some purists don't love it because I think partially the name xylitol sounds like sounds a chemical. Like, yeah, sounds, yeah, it sounds like sounds something, like uh, you know, a new pharmacy company. So. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's an awesome product and I don't think that unlike some other things, I don't think we're going to come back one day and say, oh my gosh, we were wrong about this. We didn't know it causes cancer and now we yeah. say it does. I don't think, I think it's a completely safe natural alternative to sugar. Yeah. Um, so everything that you sell is natural and organic. Everything is natural or organic. Natural or organic. Uh, you don't have to read any labels. Pretty much everything in the store, you can read the labels and, and, and pronounce every word there. Uh, it's free of all the artificial things I just mentioned. As a matter of fact, if you go to grubsgrocery.com, there's a, there's a section in the About Us section, and there's a list of all the things that are banned from the store. And I want to say it's a couple of hundred items there mm. that, are, that are food ingredients that, that we won't carry in the okay. store, yeah. that we won't even compromise in the store. And, mm. and if we found one of those, then we would get rid of the product. Bit, yeah. But our suppliers do a lot of that legwork for us so that we don't, we don't have to read the labels. But uh, yeah, everything is natural and organic. Is there a particular set of food that's harder to find those things in? or uh, you know, like is, I don't know, salad dressing. Uh, you can't find, it's hard to find that type of salad dressing. Or There's really not anymore, Kevin. I tell you, it's a great time to be in this business because there's mm -hmm. so many awesome alternatives to conventional foods that might have some of the products, some of the things that I just mentioned, like high fructose or hydrogenated, hydrogenated oils or yeah. uh, artificial sweeteners. There's so many great products out there that it's just not difficult to find mm. and, and I tell people all the time it's a people come in with the lactose intolerance or gluten intolerance it's a great time to have food intolerances because there it really is even though these products didn't exist five certainly not ten years ago not like they do now mm -hmm. they're ubiquitous really uh, gluten-free is a great example of that gluten-free is a great it's very hard to find stuff gluten-free if you had celiacs or any kind of allergic to allergic mm -hmm. reaction to gluten and now it's you know, there's not much you can get that has gluten in it but you can get without it yeah. uh, the demand is there to have all those things at this point mm -hmm. it is and it's good yeah it it's really is. now good because mm -hmm. I, I realized in 2000 around 2003 after we opened the first turnip truck that I had a gluten problem a s pretty serious gluten problem and it was pretty difficult mm -hmm. there was a lot of cardboard I had to eat then you mm -hmm. know just stuff that wasn't good and now it is it's what I people choose it now for the flavor over yeah. some of the mm -hmm. products with wheat and some of the Gluten-containing products now, come so along, yeah, well, come along yeah, a lot. Yeah. Well, because there's such an awareness mm -hmm. and such a need and demand for that, the manufacturers have had to had to appease yeah. that. And, and that's the that's one right. of the beautiful things about technology age. If there's if there's one of you in Jackson that has this specific thing, 
there's 10,000 or 100,000 of you yeah. across the United States. And you can all connect. That's and right. And you can connect and make mm-hmm. a demand yep. for a product. That knowledge base is gigantic and easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Yep. What are, so you've been, both have been in this type of game for a while now. What, uh, what are some of the specific challenges that come from this? I mean, I'm thinking from, I'm not like, I'm not a, a big health food guy. So, as you can tell, we'll get you over there. Yeah, yeah we'll uh, the uh, you know I'm thinking things may not have as long of a shelf life. Is that what kind of challenges does this t- type of food bring for you guys? Um, well, I can say for me because I wasn't a big health foods person for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, the fact the taste is a big thing, and then sometimes they they think the price is maybe okay exorbitant yeah. customer facing right so, yeah and and um there really isn't that much of a price there's really not i mean i can't really think of i mean you mentioned shelf life i find that to be just the opposite as a matter of fact hmm. one of the things i learned early on this business I, as a matter of fact i opened the other day i'm horrible about this but i opened <laughs> uh unexpired there's some cottage cheese that was organic that was expired i think september i think it said four of last year well i thought i'm gonna see if this opened up ate the whole thing it was delicious I find that shelf life for <laughs> it's a bold natural move. Right, yeah. Well, I've, I've perfected this over the years. <laughs> for years, I ate expired foods because I couldn't, you know, yeah, in a small store, you throw a lot of that out. Oh, I, yeah. Just, I, yeah. I chose to eat it instead, so I learned some art and a science to it. I learned. <laughs> but I find it's amazing to me how much longer mm-hmm. products without artificial preservatives last. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, when, I, when we started the store, there was a period of time where we went through, we had organic. In, the, in my fridge, I would have organic milk, organic barley, or one of the organic milks, and then one of the mainstream milks there. The organic always lasted longer. Than mm-hmm. the, and I don't know, I'm not an expert, and there may be people who listen to this who say I'm full of it, but that you was can my send experience. Hate mail to <laughs> yes, Chris no, at Gross <laughs> This is my experience, and so when the shelf life thing to me mm-hmm. does not at all hold true yeah. at all. As a matter of fact, I find just the opposite, and, and that's what most people would, would think exactly what yeah. you just said. Um, and I think what Jeff said, if there is a barrier, there are two things. The price is one, but I love for people to come in the store because I love to walk through the store and show them how they can shop on a budget because that truly does not hold water. There are yeah, many, many ways. Just, yeah. Bulk and some of the store brand, one of our store brands that we have that's a really high quality organic that's cheaper than anything you're going to get at a conventional supermarket mm. that's organic. And then the other thing is education. Uh, and that kind of goes along with um, just exposure. And so that's one of the reasons I'm a big fan of the big retailers that sell organics because they've helped educate my customers. Yeah, and they've and got the giant budgets to... They have the giant budgets <laughs> to do it, and we don't. Yeah. So they've served a great purpose in that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, actually thankful for when I see ads for some of those big box retailers mm-hmm. that, that sell my product. I like that. I think that's awesome. I will say too, another barrier that some people have is the uh, pretentiousness of some health food stores or, or just going in and feeling like they don't know anything and can't ask. Like going like back in the day, going to a record store and asking a question was like, don't, don't do that, yeah. just <laughs> figure out what you got. But I think we're really good about educating is our biggest thing and we really are welcoming and it's clean and it's fresh and it's not, doesn't smell like patchouli in there or anything like That's that. That's right. You know, it's, it's, we don't it's, all have dreadlocks. No, no, no. Only some of us. Not yet. We'll see how that goes. Well, yeah. But I mean, so we, it's really like, it's, I think people are surprised they walk in and it's not, you know. Flower child who wants yeah. to show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's I, very it's, friendly for someone who doesn't uh, shop in that world a whole lot. No, it feels like a grocery store. Right. It's a grocery store. Yeah. It's a grocery store. I love that. It's uh, it's amazing how so many people um, come in and they don't, you know, I don't know how to shop here. I'm not sure what to buy. And I'm thinking it's 
it's just a grocery store. Then again, that's all I've shopped. I haven't been in a supermarket in 15 years. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's all I've shopped. So I don't know any different. But one of my favorite things to do is to, to help people who've never been in and, and walk them around and just show show them that it's, it's a grocery store. Yeah. It's a grocery store. You might not know some of the brands. Yeah. But it's a grocery store and we carry the same stuff at the grocery yeah. store. And in reality, we're much more like a very old grocery store, a local grocery store than anything else. Mm-hmm. It's locally uh, farmed as, as much as we can from local area. So it's, it's way more almost old school than it is like something new age. Yeah, locally like owned grocery stores have almost disappeared. They absolutely have. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so that's a neat. Mm-hmm. Well, and we are like that, and that's true because after, I think it was World War II, after uh, we started with all these synthetic fertilizer, synthetic yeah. chemicals for our, for our soil and everything, all grocery stores were organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There was that's no such thing as USDA certified because didn't it didn't matter yeah, because yeah. there was no such thing as synthetic fertilizers, exactly. yeah. pesticides and herbicides. So it is, I like to think it's a throwback to the original when our grandfathers and our great-grandfathers and grandmothers lived forever and they, yeah, they ate lard and they ate fried chicken, but they lived forever, they didn't have the chemicals we have now. Mm-hmm. So I like to think that that's sort of what we're doing. One of my favorite parts is uh, one of the things I do buy at Grubbs is the, from the bulk area. My wife and I love pumpkin seeds. Yeah. yeah. And so we'll come and buy a big old bag of pumpkin seeds and just munch on them for the next week. So that, that, the, that's a pretty unique part. I don't, I don't see that in a lot of other stores. Yeah. What kind of stuff is in the... The, the big tubes, for lack of a better <laughs> phrase. Yeah, uh, gosh, we have, uh, between the bulk herbs and the foods and the spices, we have about, I think, 250 wow. bulk foods and herbs and spices. Uh, everything from nuts to grains to uh, beans and uh, turmeric in bulk and all the all the dried herbs in bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's a great example yeah. of how to shop on a budget. Because yeah. if you want, yep. let's say you're going to make some rice. Mm-hmm. You can come in and you can spend 30 cents and get the rice that you need for your meal that night. Um, you don't have to buy a box of rice with the pretty packaging. Yes, you don't get the yeah, packaging in bulk, but that's yeah. how you save the money. Yeah. So that's a great way to shop. And, and it's really healthy because it's really fresh. Anything you buy in bulk is, is always fresh. And how many items do you have in the store, approximately? I really don't. I would guess we have about 4,000 SKUs if I had to guess. I'm That's a lot sure. of stuff. So if you need something, you can get it at Grubbs. Oh, well, you have access to a lot more. So if anybody's yeah, for some yeah, special totally order, we'll Oh, so special you. orders oh. are part two. Okay. Yeah, yeah we do it all the time. Okay. All the time for people who uh, maybe they're used to going to Memphis mm-hmm. and they're used to shopping at a store that has a much bigger footprint than ours. Um, we have an ongoing customer request program. Okay. We have a, a book and uh, we keep up with those customers and they can come in and they can request it for a special one-time purchase mm-hmm. or they can request that we carry it on the shelves and we'll look at that seriously and we'll, we'll attempt to carry it on the shelves if, if others will buy it as well. Uh, but yeah, we do that all the time. That's customers. awesome. Well, taking care of customers is it's one of the, the best ways goal. to stay in business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well, we're going to head into a second break and we'll come back and talk about what's next. So, between the Tennessee and Mississippi rivers, this is our Jackson. And we're back. I'm here with uh, Jeff and Chris from Grubbs Grocery. So, so Chris, well, you mentioned big chains a little while ago, and, and I love business way too much. And so, when I saw a headline that Walmart was going to be the world's largest organic uh, maybe I shouldn't say Walmart. Maybe I should say large bulk chain. Uh, I'm not editing any of this out. Uh, <laughs> it, it's going to be the world's largest organic retailer. Um, my heart sh- shuddered with fear for Grubb's Grocery. And, and you indicated that shouldn't be the case. So, 
So how does how does chains like big chains um, like Kroger's and Walmart getting involved in the organic game? Like how does that affect you guys? It is really tough because <laughs> the truth is, Walmart and you know, look, this is no news to me. Walmart, my dad was in the joy, my family was in the joy business for thirty years. Okay. Walmart moved in, which is the largest jewelry store in the world, and put them out of business. Mm. Um, I think they're the largest clothes, clothing mm. reseller, retailer in the world, I think. Largest everything it's in the good, world. Walmart if they is. sell it, they're the biggest one selling. If they sell it to the biggest, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, along with that, the, the biggest challenge really is that when they buy for a store, they buy for, how many stores are there in Walmart? I can't remember. It's, I read this recently. It's thousands, tens of thousands of stores around the world. So they're buying truly at prices that we can't even sell it for. I mean, they're, the, the price, mm-hmm. it's so off kilter there as far as the pricing, you know. I've had customers come in and say, uh, well, your prices are much more than Walmart. Absolutely, we can't, we can't compete with that. Um, but what we can do is offer services that, that they don't provide. Yeah. And so that's how we set ourselves apart. I'm very proud of our prices. I think our prices are really very reasonable. They're generally below what the manufacturers recommend or the uh, su- suggested retail price, but they're never going to be as bargain basement as yeah. the as the huge conglomerates. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, we'll talk about the services. I mean, I don't know uh, if you guys been Walmart been to a large box store recently, trying but to. trying to <laughs> try, try to find help in those stores isn't super great. So what? When you talk about services, what kind of services service are we talking about at Grubs? Well, everything in, in under the umbrella of customer service. Okay. So that you know, people come in all the time with dietary uh, restrictions or problems with you know they're not really sure. Or I need, I just want something for energy. Or uh, do you have anything for diabetics? And we'll spend as long as we need mm-hmm. to walk through the store and and show you the things that we have and some of our favorite things to address any number of those concerns. Uh, we have cashiers, but that's not all they do. We, yeah. we service every person that walks in the door. And the truth is, that's what sets us apart. And that's how we can compete. You know, we have this uh, ongoing complimentary umbrella service. If it's raining outside, we walk you to your car with an umbrella. We have a big umbrella there. You're not going to find that at a big box no, retailer. No. If you're a regular customer in our store, I guarantee you we know your name mm-hmm. and we call you by first name. That's a rule at mm-hmm. Grubbs Grocery. We have to do that. We want to do that because I I like that. We all want to feel important. Yeah. Um, I had a customer. Where everybody knows your name. Where everybody knows your name. I had a customer come in the other day for the first time ever. It was the best compliment I've gotten or I've gotten many good compliments. But she said, uh, she said, it's my first time here. I said, oh, really? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, I just really love this store. I feel so important here. Mm. And I thought, mission accomplished. That's exactly yeah. what I want to hear. We've had a lot of customers. I had one the other day said, I just don't, when I'm here, I don't feel like I'm in Jackson. It just feels awesome. And I thought, wow, this is this is what we're going for. Not that we want to take you outside of Jackson, but we want to offer something that it's different. That is different, yeah. that's unique yeah. here. So uh, I think that's what sets us apart because the truth is, no matter what big box retailer you go into, whether it's Nashville, Tennessee, or Idaho, or in Boston, mm-hmm. if it's one of the big chains, it's the same mm-hmm. everywhere you go. Yeah. We're not like that. 
And and Jeff, local mm-hmm. involvement is super important at Grubs. Yeah, it's it's involvement. Uh, it's really important on a lot of levels. So first of all, we have over twenty local farmers that we source from, and we're always looking for more that uh, meet our standards for what we bring to the store. Mm-hmm. But we feel that if uh, if we bring up the entire community, we're all going to get to a much better place. A rising tide. Rising exactly. Uh, one person stepping on other people to get there doesn't what we're about, and doesn't do good for anybody other than that one person. So mm-hmm. um, I just think that that's a, a huge opportunity. Uh, just in the little bit of time I've been here. Till now, uh, I've met a lot of amazing artists and people who are um, the reclaimers, rugged reclaimers, rugged reclaimers who I think were on the yeah. magazine. Uh, this remote, yeah, the most absolutely. So uh, amazing stuff they do. We're going to try to get some of their stuff in the store. They're coming yeah. to break some stuff over. Yeah. Um, we're actually trying to get them closer to us so we can have a little, you know, where they have some location that's closer to us to have some stuff there. I just think that this is a really cool concentration of talent and people who are really motivated to do something different, and mm-hmm. that's a really cool. Like you can't, you can't make that happen. Just when it happens, you got to take advantage of it. And I think we're in a really good spot to do that. Yeah, the vision is, you know, look, if we could do 100% local, we could. Great. We would. Mm-hmm. But you're never going to have local citrus. Right. You're never going to have local apples. Right. There's some things we have to go outside of Jackson yeah. to get. Yeah. But if we can get it local and it's right. competitive pricing and good quality, we're going to do it, hands down, mm-hmm. period. Uh, so, so how can we, obviously, uh, a way to support Grubs is to come buy stuff. Please, uh, multiple times. Let's, yeah. <laughs> lots. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> lots. But... That you're our, you're the Adelsberger's primary supplier of uh, pumpkin seeds. So it's <laughs> um, a good start. Yeah, it's a good sponsor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> pumpkin seeds provided. Yeah. Um, but what other ways can we support Grubs? And do you guys have anything that's coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, like you said, you can support us by becoming a customer. Mm-hmm. Come in and at least come in and talk with us. Come in and meet us because. I think, you know, once you come in and if you break that barrier that some of the things that Jeff mentioned about people feeling intimidated or the pricing or whatever the case may be, come in and talk with us and you'll come back because it's a great product. It's really, the quality's good. If you, you don't have to like health food. If you like good food, mm-hmm. we're, your, we're your grocery store. Uh, and if you like good prices, we're your grocery store. And if you like nice people, we're your grocery store. Uh, obviously, you can shop with us. You can tell all your friends about us. Um, that is really important is word of mouth you know that, that goes a long way we're really lucky to have a great following online with facebook and with twitter and they tell the story people post things on facebook all the mm-hmm. time and tag us and that's that's the kind of uh promotion that you'd like because it's not biased we didn't do that they yeah. did that on their it's grassroots yeah. it's grassroots and that's awesome we love that um and definitely you know i'm proud to say that this june will be we will have been open for a year. Mid-June is our, is our year anniversary. That's a big way you can support us. We're gonna have some really cool stuff going on there. We're gonna, we're gonna have some of the local brew, or regional brewers come in for some beer tastings and uh, some of the uh, grass-fed beef and meat providers that we have. We'll have a grilling event and we'll have some kids events. Cows in the parking lot? Cows and pony rides and all of that. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be really cool. If it's anything like our opening, I can tell you we're gonna have a lot of people. We probably yeah. had, I'm gonna guess we had about 2,000 people come through the store uh, during the during the opening, which was awesome. Uh, of course, it's in conjunction, we're gonna do it in conjunction with the farmer's market, Beautiful. which is great because we all, we, you know. We have a great farmer's market. The best, yeah. in the, well, actually, I think the best that I've been to. It's, yeah. it's a great, yeah, it's a true, Really cool farmers market. I put it up against anything that I that I that I've experienced. So, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to be at Jackson Walk because yeah. we're right there and we can synergize. It's a great relationship. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's one. Of, yeah, just come out and you know, like like you said, just come out and, and, and shop with us. Come in, come meet us. Yeah. Let's let's talk and um, 
And even if you're, even if you don't know anything about health foods, it doesn't matter. If you like good food, and who doesn't, then uh, you should come see us. Yeah. All right. What are the store hours? Uh, Monday through Saturday, eight to eight. Sunday, twelve to six. Sunday, twelve to six. Okay. And what's the face? Is it Grubbs Grocery on Facebook? Everything's Grubbs Grocery. So it's. Uh, Facebook.com slash Grubbs Grocery, Instagram Grubbs Grocery, Twitter Grubbs Grocery. Okay. G-R-U-B-B-S. Two Bs. Two Bs. Yeah. All right. So you've heard it straight from Jeff and Chris. Follow them on social media. We're, they're going to, in June, they're going to have this amazing event to celebrate one year of being open and go buy some stuff. I can personally recommend the, the Virgil's, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds and Virgil's cream soda. Yes. Yeah. And get uh, chicken salad because you'll never come back chicken to salad. Chicken salad. Chicken salad. Yeah, chicken salad. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys for uh, helping to make Jackson a better place and choosing to call him. Thank you. Thanks for Appreciate it. Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Code. To find out more about The Code, visit their website at www.atthecode.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read about how amazing Jackson is, visit ourjacksonhome.com.